Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Friends in Christ, during the days leading up to Christmas, we're bombarded with music. Surprisingly, much of it is about our coming Savior, Jesus Christ. It's really the only time of year that we're licensed to carry the message of Christ into a secular and a pluralistic world. I mean, go to Freddy's, and you can hear Christ the Savior is born. There's rumors of a flash mob at Safeway singing the Hallelujah Chorus in the coming days. And sure, a lot of it is secular. There's Santa's super sleigh and chestnuts roasting around the open fire. But Silent Night and Away in the Manger get airtime too. When we examine the events leading up to the birth of Christ, we see indeed it was and still is a time of singing. And St. Luke records four amazing and glorious songs surrounding the birth of Christ. The first one we consider tonight is the song of Zechariah. It concerns the amazing gift that God gives to his people. You know the story. Zechariah and Elizabeth are too old to have children. Yet God confounds the normal ways of humans and miraculously blesses them. He silences Zechariah as a sign of his power until the naming. But as soon as he writes on the tablet, his name is John. God frees Zechariah's tongue and words of praise pour out. We call it the Benedictus. For the Latin of the opening line, blessed be the Lord. This is our text this evening. The song of Zechariah could also be called Amazing Gift. In the words of the song, we see just how amazing the promised gift of God's Son becomes for us, his people. Zechariah begins, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. We celebrate along with Zechariah the holiness, the faithfulness of God. He did not forget his people. He made a promise to send a Savior, and he fulfilled it. He established a covenant, and he maintained it. God swore an oath, and he kept it. God's plan for our salvation has been in the works for millennia, all the way back to the garden and our first parents. God did not simply push the reset button when they ate the forbidden fruit and brought death upon us all. Instead, he promised life. He promised the restoration of fellowship through a son of Eve. God would visit his people by sending his son. The word became flesh and dwelt, actually tabernacled or tented with us, John writes. God made good on his word in coming to us. It's said that Henry David Thoreau once spent a whole day in Walden Pond up to his neck. His idea was to see and experience the world as a frog. But Thoreau never became a frog. The miracle of the incarnation is that God became a human being. He became one of us to redeem us, his people. God laid aside his celestial robes to down the simple raiment, the perishable flesh of humanity. Divinity clothed itself in dust. And the amazing thing about the gift of God that Zechariah sings is that God came not only to us, but for us, people like you and me. What will the one coming, the one who came, and the one who will come again do? The amazing song of Zechariah tells us that he has raised up a horn of salvation for us. 
The horn was an ancient symbol of victorious strength. The strong victory of God for his people would be won by the coming gift of God's son. He would be born a little baby in Bethlehem. He would grow up to die on a cross and to rise from the grave victorious. The strength of Christ's victory is real, and it is for us this Advent tide. In the midst of the world's hopelessness and helplessness, Christ brings strength and salvation. In his word and by his sacraments, our faith is made firm. His strength becomes our strength. Amazing gift. I don't have to remind you that it gets dark early these days. Advent comes during the darkest time of the year. The sun is low, the shadows are long, and the days are short. Zechariah's song reminds us of God's gift to bring us what we need, light. In verse 78, God reminds us of his tender mercy like the rising sun coming from the heaven. The gift of God will shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death. John writes, in him was life, and the life was the light of the world. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not conquered it. We know about the darkness resulting from sin and its effects. This time of year, perhaps more than at others, our lives are filled with stress and worry and guilt and fear, trying to please so many people and make up for past mistakes. We sometimes have this grand illusion of a Christmas re reparation, the perfect gift for so-and-so, the perfect holiday party with just the right people, the perfect dinner for all the relatives. And in the end, our lives can still be dark without the one who comes to fill us with the light and the love of God. Jesus Christ comes to dispel the darkness of sin and give us the light of his mercy. The amazing song of Zechariah reminds us of God's light in Christ who shines into our dark places this Advent season. He exposes the darkness of our sinfulness and purifies us with his forgiveness. When light it's darkness. Darkness is no more. And since the coming of God in Christ Jesus is the light of the world, he also becomes a guide for us in our daily lives. Zechariah sings about the one coming to guide our feet into the way of peace. The amazing thing about our brother in the flesh is that he becomes our personal guide through life. Jesus experienced the same temptations and times of testing that we have. Only he did not yield. Jesus stood firm against Satan in his ways. As the sinless son of God, he walked a path of righteousness for us by giving his life for us on the cross and rising victorious from the tomb. You are redeemed. And now we walk in his footsteps. Sin blinds us to the path that God would have us take, yet Jesus, in his mercy, lights the path for us. When we're discouraged or depressed, Christ fills us with his love. He helps us see a purpose to our lives as we live for him who came for us and gave his life as a ransom. God's grace keeps us from focusing on what we may get out of Christmas. Instead, the love of Christ moves us to find real joy and meaning in giving to others. 
Zechariah's amazing song reminds us that the coming one brings a pathway of peace. Once again, this time of year we find peace elusive. Riots in France, earthquakes in Alaska, family members at odds with each other, our cities becoming a war zone of discontent. Yet there is one who brings true peace. The peace of Christ offers us as the result of what he, the Prince of Peace, came to do. By taking away sin, he removed the wall of separation between us and God. We have fellowship and harmony with him because of what he has done for us. Our eternity is secure in him. Life makes sense because we know that God loves us and accepts us through the blood of his son. During the weeks leading up to the celebration of Christ's birth, we will be hearing and humming and singing familiar songs. Songs about a Savior who has come and is coming again. Zechariah's song of amazing gift helps us to keep the entire season in perspective. The Christ child comes to be the horn of our salvation. He comes to bring light into our darkened world. He comes to guide us onto paths of righteousness. May this song take root in our hearts this Advent season. Let us praise God for this amazing gift, the gift of God's own Son. Amen. Now may the peace which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.